TheBatmanUniverse.net presents the Batman Universe Podcast, your source for all the latest Batman news related to movies, television, merchandise, and video games. Thanks for making the Batman Universe your ultimate source for Batman news. Welcome to the Batman Universe Podcast, episode number 73. I'm your host, Dustin, and today I am joined by our brand new co-host, and his name is... Dave from Australia. And he is joining us. Uh, He'll be taking John's place. Uh, John's going to be taking a leave of absence from the podcast. Uh, We hope to have him back uh, in the summer, but he's had uh, a lot of things going on with school, and that's keeping him kind of from uh, working with the podcast. So Dave will be taking his place. Uh, Melinda and Nick are uh, taking a slight vacation from this episode, but they will be back next month. Um, we do have a ton of stuff to cover just because uh, we obviously didn't have an episode in February. Um, I hope you missed us. Basically, uh, the reason the episode didn't happen in February was because of a couple different things. Uh, one, we were trying to put all our focus into fixing the website, which you probably already know this, but the website is fixed. Uh, the forms are back to normal. Everything is good to go with the site. So a lot of our focus was on that. That took up a lot of uh, a lot of work. Besides that, uh, the other thing that we've been kind of talking about and working at for probably since, I want to say, October, was uh, we've been trying to figure out a different way to basically format this podcast. The comic podcast is seeing a surge in listeners and things like that, and with the Dark Knight Rises coming out and all of everything else that happens that we talk about on this podcast, we wanted to figure out a different way to present the format of not only the news, but also feature and the spotlight character that we've done in the past in a kind of a new way. So next episode, episode number 74, will be kind of like a relaunch for the Batman Universe podcast. And we'll talk more about that in the section we would normally have as our feature later on. But like I said, we do have a ton of stuff to go over. But first, let's, uh, let's learn a little bit about Dave. Dave, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, as I said before, I'm from Australia. I'm 26. I first got into Batman at the age of about four through watching the Adam West 1960s Batman on reruns on Australian television. Uh, From there, I got right into the Tim Burton films and started collecting comics in around about 1993, I want to say, with the Nightfall story. Um, And from there, it's just been full steam ahead with the animated series, um, got a bit derailed with what I call the Dark Ages, a.k.a. the Schumacher years, and, um, yeah, picked up again uh, when, uh, just before Grant Morrison started his run on the Batman comics, and haven't looked back since. All right. What is your favorite Batman movie? Tend to go with Batman Begins, generally. I actually really like that. I think it's a really good uh, film origin story for Batman, personally. I would agree. I think Batman Begins is one of those films where 
they, they did the superhero origin correctly, unlike so many other superhero Oh, movies. yes. Oh, yes. Alright, so now, out of all of the uh, comics that are out right now, what would you say is your favorite series? Batman. Batman. Scott Snyder's Batman. I reckon Scott Snyder at the moment is probably the strongest writer in comics in general. Um, if anyone ever reads Swamp Thing, it's another really strong title that he writes as well. And um, I think his Batman is probably one of the best titles that we've seen in a very long time. The same with Detective Comics run that he did before the New 52 launch too. It was just fantastic. And I think um, with time, he's probably going to go down as one of the better um, Batman writers ever, personally. And I agree again with that. All right. So with that, let's get into movie news. This Christmas, for the first time, America's most exciting and legendary motion picture hero comes to the screen like you've never seen him before. The Bat! In an all-new, larger-than-life feature film. Over the past two months, uh, a lot of different things have happened. Um, we're obviously not going to cover every single thing that's happened. Um, as far as news related to The Dark Knight Rises, there really wasn't a whole lot of actual news. Um, Warner Brothers passed on a Super Bowl ad, which really wasn't that big of a surprise. Um, there was an article in Entertainment Weekly focusing on The Dark Knight Rises. Um, not really any super big information, but the big reveal was that the Batcave will be making its return in the final film. Hooray! Um, there was a... There, there really wasn't a whole lot of information about the Batcave as far as what it will be, but they did talk about, um, they did give a slight description that said there was going to be a new Batsuit display case. But that was pretty much as far as anything got for that. Um, the other big movie news of uh, the last two months was Justice League Doom. Now, Justice League Doom is actually already out on DVD and Blu-ray as we speak, um, but over the past two months there was a lot of different clips that were released, and you can obviously check out all those clips on the Batman Universe YouTube page, um, but also there was a number of different interviews with a number of different members of the cast, including uh, Phil Morris, who was voicing Vandal Savage, uh, Tim Daly, who voiced S Superman, Susan Eisenberg with uh, Wonder Woman, and Michael Rosenboom, who voiced uh, Flash. Now, the one surprise in my mind that they didn't get was they didn't get a Kevin Conroy interview. I'm not real sure why that happened, but, uh, you know, I guess we can't ask for everything. Yeah, it was a bit odd. He is actually billed as the top voice actor of the whole cast as well, being the most experienced, which was a bit odd, but anyway. All right. Now... Justice League Doom's out. Obviously, we're going to have a Justice League Doom commentary hit the Batman Universe commentaries. Um, but uh, let's let's just talk about a few quick thoughts about the actual movie. Well, uh, having seen it, I actually thought it was very well done. If anyone's ever read the Tower of Babel storyline from the JLA that was released about, I want to say, nearly 10 years ago, roughly 2002-ish, I think, um, it very much follows that storyline uh, loosely. Um, a lot of the characters, especially in um, what they're calling the uh, Injustice League in the movie, um, are very different from the ones that are actually used in the comic itself. But I, I, it looks, it, it was a very good-looking film. Um, the voice acting, I thought, was quite awesome as well. 
and um, for what it was, actually, what really was quite an enjoyable Justice League film. My thoughts on uh, the film was, I, I thought the voice acting was spot on for every character. I didn't have any complaints about that. Um, I did think it was interesting that they included Cyborg in the film compared to Plastic Man as it was in the story, but I can understand why they did that because they're trying to incorporate Cyborg a little bit more with the Justice League now that he's in the Justice League in the New 52 uh, with the comics relaunch. Um, the, they, they did a good job of uh, not only incorporating Cyborg, but not like overdoing it where you know they were trying to drill it in everybody's heads that this happened. I like the fact that they made a point to say, you know, he wasn't necessarily a full-fledged member of the Justice League, but he was visiting to make it work still within the DC Animated Universe compared to what's happening in the comics. Um, the, I guess, as far as complaints about it, I have very few, but I would say that uh, even though it was based off of the Tower of Babel storyline as loosely as it was... I thought that it could have done a slightly better job at having the contingency the contingency plans for everybody taken care of. I thought it was a little bit odd what they did with Batman, with Bane uh, digging his parents up. That just seemed a little off to me. Obviously, that wasn't in the original storyline. I think the the characters that they incorporated in the Injustice League was kind of, I guess, the the one thing that I was my major complaint because. Like you said, it was very different than what was in the comic, and the comic seemed to make a little bit more sense than the characters that they picked for the actual film. I think Ra's al Ghul would have made a much better head villain compared to Vandal Savage, so that that's the one thing that uh, I really wasn't a huge fan of. It. And it, they they did take a lot of time to explain of why Vandal Sa not this not directly explain why Vandal Savage was in charge of everything, but it took some much-needed screen time from other things to explain why Vandal Savage was basically leading this, you know, revolt against the superheroes. My other issue was that if, if reading the comic, you pick up that there's a sense of, there's a big sense of tension um, directed towards Batman once the reveal comes out that the contingency plans were something that he came up with and in the movie it's kind of brushed over to begin with and it's only addressed towards the very end of the film and there's nothing else in between it whatsoever and uh, that in itself is very disappointing because one of the appealing things of the, the last half of that story was the tension within that group because of what Batman had actually done in um, those contingency plans and yeah, I do agree. I think Ra's al Ghul definitely would have been a much better villain uh, to lead the whole thing as opposed to Red, uh, Vandal Savage and Bane as well. Like, the Bane being in there was a bit off as well, and the whole pulling the parents out of the grave thing, uh, in, in the way that Bane did it, was very unsettling as opposed to um, what Ra's ended up doing in the original story. Right. I mean... And they, the other thing that I was... I mean, obviously they were going to have Hal Jordan as Green Lantern, not necessarily Kyle Rayner as they had in the actual comic. But mm. to me, it just... The the contingency plans for some of the characters... Because some of the characters were obviously not involved in the actual, in the actual story, and they were adapted. So, for instance, in the original story, Aquaman was in it, Plastic Man was in it. But then in the actual film, we didn't have either one of those characters... Kyle uh, I would have thought 
I would have thought Aquaman would have been in it considering they were trying to give it a new 52 vibe too. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what what exactly the plan was. I mean, obviously, I, I, I get this feeling that the story was, this, the script for the film was clearly written way before the new 52 was planned. And quite honestly, I, I feel as if the cyborg thing could have been an afterthought instead of necessarily been specifically in the film originally. But I guess the, th- the thing I don't understand is, I mean, Wonder Woman's contingency plan, that was pretty pretty close. Um, the Flash's was pretty close. They they kind of stole the idea of Superman being shot by a kryptonite bullet from a different story because that wasn't in the Tower of Babel storyline. No. Um, the Martian Manhunter contingency was pretty, pretty close. But then you had uh, what happens to Hal Jordan. That just seemed... I'm, I don't know. I, I was not a big fan of that at all. It, I mean, basically, he decides he's going to give up being Green Lantern altogether because he let a girl die. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you can't be a superhero and realize that somebody, you know, that you're not going to be able to save everybody. That's just, that to me was kind of weak. But, uh, I mean, and I, and I know it seems like I'm trying, I'm giving this a lot more, uh, negative comments and positive comments, but it was good. It's just, it just seems as if sometimes when they do these films where the entire Justice League is included, it seems as if because they're loosely basing off of something else, they're trying to basically piece together different things that aren't necessarily meant to be pieced together. They could have actually made it spot on to what the actual uh, original story was and just change the identities of certain characters, and it could have still worked. I agree. I mean, they did that very well with Batman Year One, where they virtually adapted it panel from panel from the comic, and I actually think that was one of the stronger DC animated movies that they put out. And I think the Tower of Babel would have been another good story to do that with, and it's, you know, it really is nitpicking, because I enjoyed the movie quite a lot myself as well, and... And yeah, it, it was just something I'm watching that, I was watching that movie just going, uh, you know, but at the same time it was it was a good kind of frustration at the same time because I did really, like I said, I did enjoy it quite a lot. Alright, so that's pretty much all the movie news that there was over the past two months. I mean, like I said, if you're interested in seeing any of the clips or interviews, you can head over to the website or there's a number of uh, video interviews that are also on the Batman Universe's YouTube page as well. So check those out. Let's move right into TV news. You know something, Batman? What's that, Robin? She looks very pretty when she's asleep. I thought you might eventually notice that. That single statement indicates to me the first oncoming thrust of manhood, old chum. Really, there's there's not a whole lot that happened in the past two months because Young Justice wasn't airing up until just recently. Um, they did announce in February that Young Justice would be back on the air on March 3rd. Um, the episode is called Misplaced. We'll talk about that episode in the next episode of the Batman Universe podcast because it'll air in March. Um, the big, the, the really the big news for the past two months was DC Nation coming to finally being released. <clears throat> now, DC Nation, as we know, is a block of programming that Cartoon Network has for uh, an hour-long time frame on Saturday mornings. Uh, the two shows that pretty much anchor the, the, that block of programming are Green Lantern, the animated series, and Young Justice. Now, in between 
the TV shows, they air a number of different shorts. Um, so in February, there was a number of different shorts that were revealed online. You can find those on our YouTube page. Um, the original Teen Titans cartoon, when I say original, I shouldn't say original, but the Teen Titans cartoon from you know somewhere within the last 10 years, um, pretty much all of the characters are back with all the original voices, and they're being done in shorts. Um, they showed off some Ardman animation, uh, claymation shorts um, that will air in DC Nation. And then some of the other things that they've shown off is uh, Super Best Friends Ever, which consists of Wonder Girl, Batgirl, and Supergirl um, working together, kind of in the same kind of animation style as My Little Pony. <coughs> There's a number of other ones, too, um, that are... That, they're still going to have interviews and behind-the-scenes type things that will air as well. But uh, that that kicks off on March 3rd as well, so we'll be talking about that on the next episode as well. Cool. All right, so then moving right along into merchandise news. That's an even million dollars, Batman. Robin and I and Zarbor, thank you. Why are you doing this, Batman? Two reasons. Wealth and power. <laughs> The big news of the past two months was Toy Fair. Toy Fair happened, and boy, was there a lot of toys that were shown off coming up in the next couple months. Well, I guess in the next year, really, but uh, let's go through some of these big things that they, they announced. The The very first thing that they announced was uh, there was a number of Dark Knight Rises toys that were announced from Mattel. Um, the big reveal there was a, vehicle, a remote control vehicle called the Bat. Now this isn't going to fly like we it will in the film, but it's a remote control vehicle that it looks almost exactly like the vehicle that we've seen in the spy photos from the sets of The Dark Knight Rises. The other big news, uh, Hot Toys announced, of course, that they will be having a Dark Knight Rises line. Um, Bane is one of the characters that they will be doing as part of the, the first set of figures that they will be releasing. Um, a number of different... Uh, Items were shown off by Warner Brothers for Toy Fair. Um, Batman Brave and the Bold is still going to have a number of different figures released within the next year, part of uh, what they're calling the Stealth Strike line, but it's still Batman Brave and the Bold figures. Um, Fisher Price, Imaginex, will be getting a number of new figures as well, including a uh, Gotham City Jail, which features Bane and Batman. Joker will also be getting a tank for that line as well. Um, Mattel will start to make the transition between um, Batman Brave and the Bold and what's next, which will be The Dark Knight Rises, um, with what they're calling, uh, it's called an evergreen line, which means it's not necessarily linked to an actual media incarnation. Um, it's just generic Batman figures and generic vehicles so that they can have Batman items on the store shelves without necessarily having to have it linked to a film. Now, they kind of did this with the Legacy series, um, but the problem with the Legacy series is that they sell out com consistently, and they're kind of expensive as far as uh, for children, and the reason behind that is because they're really meant for adult collectors. Um, the other, they, they also revealed some of the pieces for uh, The Dark Knight Rises, like I said, the Bat Vehicle, they also revealed some of the Movie Master figures, including Bane. Um, there's a ton of stuff related to the Dark Knight Rises. If you want to check out pictures of all these items, you can head over to the site and check them out. 
there's a lot of really cool things that are going to be happening as far as merchandise goes in the next couple months. Awesome. The other kind of news uh, that was announced was uh, Hot Toys revealed a bunch of details about the Burton era uh, Batmobile that they'll be releasing. Now it's going to be quite expensive, but uh, if you have the money and you are, it, it, we all know that Hot Toys re- releases some amazing, extremely detailed items. Um, the Batmobile will be coming out the one six scale Batmobile. Um, also, Hot Toys announced that they will be having a video game masters line, which will the first one of the very first licenses they will be doing is Batman Arkham City. So there will be some Batman Arkham City Hot Toys figures coming out sometime in the near future as well. The Burton Batmobile looked pretty cool too. I saw I, I, I used to have one myself as a kid, probably about oh, thirty centimeters long. Really good detailed plastic little bat Batmobile and then the new one coming out from Hot Toys is something I might definitely pick up because that would be awesome, especially in the detail they do it in. Alright, so then moving right along into video game news when it's time to battle crime, Batman's gonna swing, kick, and punch. All in the name of justice. Batman, the brave and the bold, the video game. Decent amount of news over the past two months. Gotham City Imposters is, uh, the beta went live, and then shortly after the beta went live, the, um, the release date was the beginning of February, and then it slightly got moved around here and there, but it is in fact out, and for, as, le- as of right now, the, there is a free DLC pack for Xbox 360 already available. Um, it, it costs right in the neighborhood of about 10 to $15, depending on what system you you're getting it on. It's available for Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and uh, PC. Um, a lot of people, including myself, have played it. I find it to be a very loosely based off of Batman. Um, it reminds me of a story that was done um, right before Scott Snyder's detective run uh, between Scott McDaniel and David Hine uh, called The Imposters. And it was basically, there was a number of Jokers that were fighting against uh, people who dressed as Batman, similar to what we saw in The Dark Knight. That's what it seems like it's kind of based off of. Um, it has very little to do with Batman other than having the Bat logo on it and being supposedly based in Gotham City, although it could be based anywhere and just have the same type of maps. Um, the, it, it's definitely a game that is fun, but... If you are looking to play it specifically because it's related to Batman, um, you're not going to get anything out of it for that regard. Yeah, it's just a fun multiplayer first-person shooter. It's actually a fun game. I got it on Xbox Live myself and found it to be quite enjoyable for the 30 minutes that I played it, managed to play it for. All right, and then the other big video game news was there was, uh, first off, in the beginning of January, the Warner Brothers announced the actual name of the new Lego Batman game coming out this summer, and it's called Lego Batman 2 DC Superheroes. It will feature not only Batman, but a number of other DC superheroes, including Superman and Wonder Woman, and a number of other ones that have yet to be announced. But uh, this game is set to come out in the summer, which will be... 
uh, just in time for the release of The Dark Knight Rises, which obviously the, the game will have nothing to do with the actual film, but it'll be cool because there'll actually be a... It, it's almost following suit of what happened uh, the last time when The Dark Knight came out. Lego Batman also came out that same summer as well, so that's it's kind of cool that that's happening. It also kind of coincides with uh, the, the Lego series, the actual new Lego merchandise series, uh, DC superheroes that's that's currently out right now um, by focusing not only on Batman but also the other DC superheroes so as of right now there's also besides Batman sets there's there's a couple Superman sets as well so it kind of coincides with that as well I'm definitely looking forward to that game Lego Batman the first one was the was one of the games that uh, I played all the way through had to get all the special unlocks and everything like that yeah, Lego Batman was a fantastic game. Um, I did the exact same thing. I sat there for, for days and days just unlocking every little bit and every little bit and pieces there. I actually really think it's a, a smart move on DC and Lego's part to make this a, a, a DCU um, game by including um, a lot of the different superheroes in there. I'm hoping they kind of expand it outside of, you know, the big three of Batman, Wonder Woman and Superman and kind of go towards... Um, characters uh, such as, you know, Aquaman, um, some of the different incarnations of Green Lantern, even though they probably just do Hal Jordan, and even, even you know, Cyborg, um, you know, Martian Manhunter, and a few other of those other characters there, it would be actually a good way to introduce some of these different characters to, to maybe some younger, younger, um, younger fans out there who might be inclined to not only um, look into these characters and see what else they've done, um, in comics, you know, just outside of outside of the actual game itself. It's definitely something I'm looking forward to. I'm sure come Comic-Con, which will be in July, I'm expecting this game to be released in August, similar to what they did, you know, four years ago when the first game came out. So I'm expecting at Comic-Con they'll be promoting this game pretty heavily, and uh, you can, of course, expect a number of different things over on the website as more information about this game comes out. Um, on to Batman Arkham City. Batman Arkham City's been out uh, for a while, but Batman Arkham City Lockdown, which is the uh, iOS game, iOS system game for uh, iPad, iPhone, and iPod Touch, um, has gotten a, another free expansion. This time it adds Harley Quinn. Um, you can check that out if you have any of those items, iPad, iPhone, or iPod Touch. You can play Batman Arkham City on there. It's not exactly like the game Batman Arkham City, but it's definitely a twist on it that makes it kind of like a mobile game for people who have any of those Apple products. Yeah, I've got an iPhone and I downloaded it. It wasn't that bad. I didn't mind it that much. I got it mainly because... um. I heard Deathstroke was in it, which was pretty cool, because I'm a big Deathstroke fan myself, so, um, yeah, which is not a bad little mobile game. Alright, and finally, the other really big news that came out, uh, this was middle of February that this news came out, Warner Brothers sent out a press release saying that uh, Young Justice will actually be getting a video game. Um, in early 2013. Now, this game will be on PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, Nintendo Wii, and Nintendo DS. Now, this game, the, the, what's really cool about this is we all know that Young Justice follows a specific timeline so that the events of what's happened in the past 
episodes can actually you can actually follow suit and everything's in sequence. What's really cool about this game with the announcement that they made is that Young Justice Legacy is actually going to kind of link season one and season two of the show where you can watch season one, play the game, things happen in the middle of the two seasons of the TV show, and then watch season two. And to me, that's really cool because it just adds to that universe of Young Justice. They already kind of do that with the release of the Young Justice comic book series under the DC, uh, Johnny DC line, with having the timestamps also in the comics so that you can, it adds to what you've seen in the actual episodes on TV, and it adds to what is actually happening. And, and if you put it all together, it comes out to this massive storyline is that is much bigger than if you just watch the TV show. So I'm actually really excited about this game. There's not a whole lot of news actually about the game other than we expect the entire uh, team of Young Justice to be in the game. But uh, this is going to be something that I, I, I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be something... It has the potential to be something very, very different from a lot of games that are out there if, if with the team format, if done correctly. And I really... I Like you, I'm a big fan of the overarching story across multi-layers multi of media. And I think if this is successful, we can expect to see it as something that DC probably will do in the future with other TV shows, such as possibly the new Batman series that's coming out next year. You know, who knows? It could, it could lead to other things if it is a successful way of doing it. Um, but the game itself is something I'm looking forward to immensely as well. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of those things. It reminds me a lot of what happened with Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, where there was an overarching storyline, at least through the, the last two seasons of Justice League Unlimited, more so than the original Justice League show. But, it, I mean, that's... I, I'm glad that the, everybody at DC Entertainment and Warner Brothers Animation has kind of figured this out. You know, people like reading comics because... Every month, you're getting something that adds on to something that happened the month before. That's generally what happens with the comics. Or at least the good stories, I should say. If if they, you know, they figured out how to do this with the Young Justice TV series, where it adds to every single episode that you watch, that was genius. And then them figuring out, wait, we can, do, we can add to it even more so with the comics, and then do it again with this video game. It's, it's going to make the Young Justice fan base a lot larger. It's going to make Young Justice last a lot longer, too, because of how much is going into the overall universe. It adds to it a lot. And it works a lot better because it doesn't. <clears throat> it's not necessarily in normal continuity because it takes place on Earth-16. So, I'm oh, actually going to give credit to the writers. If they're writing the entire thing from the TV show to the comic to the video game, they obviously have gotten together, they've got their direction solid as to where they want to go and I've got this overarching story in place of where they want it to start, where they want it to be in the middle and where they want it to be at the end to be able to cross all these different forms of media and it's actually that, that actually shows really competent and intelligent writing as well. Yeah, I agree. And I think a lot of other things could benefit from this exact same kind of uh, method. There is no general news, so we don't have to cover that. Um, now we're going to get into kind of the setup for the future of this podcast. The Spotlight character has been something we've been doing since the very beginning. Let's take a trip back to the very first episode of the Batman Universe podcast, where it was just myself, 
and we basically, or well, I basically stated that, you know, I was going to bring a spotlight character, we were going to have a feature every episode, one of the things that we've realized is, well, we've almost had 75 episodes of spotlight characters, there's a lot of characters out there that obviously people still want to know about, but what's a better way to get people to know about these characters rather than just give them a bio every single episode? So what we're looking to do is we're looking to take the spotlight character, we're looking to do specifically fan-requested spotlight characters, but put it on the website. So not necessarily a straight bio from a book or a comic or something like that, a bio that's written by one of the staff members of the BatmanUniverse.net, giving you kind of not only the information about the character, but some of the things that some of maybe the history buffs out there who've written some of these bios may have forgotten. So, we're looking to do that. So, with that, the Spotlight character will no longer be on this podcast. Uh, it's it's had a great run, and uh, there's a lot of characters that we actually did, ended up doing twice because we forgot about the fact that we've done them in the past. But if you want a character spotlighted on the website and want to know more about a character, email us at podcast at thebatmanuniverse.net and let us know a character that you want to be spotlighted and we will get a staff member to basically come up with uh, a spotlight character segment based off the character that you would like to know about. Um, the other reason why a spotlight character is not necessarily going to be on the normal podcast is because with the TBU villain wall that we're doing, a lot of times what ends up happening with the villains that we're actually focusing on for the specific episode, we do a lot of the background information for specific characters. And then there's a lot more information that we give during those villain wall episodes than we would necessarily during a spotlight character episode or segment on the normal podcast. So the villain wall is going to continue on. We're going to, tr- we're going to try to put one of those out every two months, um, but that would be four different characters every two months that you would learn more about that you wouldn't necessarily learn about or you would learn more about than if you just listened to the segment on this cast. As far as the feature goes, this is where it's going to kind of get crazy. What we've realized is that uh, instead of necessarily focusing on something from the past or something that's going to happen in the future, it's better just to kind of play it by ear. And, you know, we, we do the normal podcast once a month that may or may not change as we get closer to the release of The Dark Knight Rises, um, at this point, it just makes more sense to keep it at once a month. Um, but the feature is something that, you know, in the past we've focused on specific uh, highlights that have been happening within the Batman universe. Like, we'll spotlight on Batman Arkham City before it comes out and things like that. And those tend to work a little bit better than us trying to uh, recap an animated series that happens, you know, in the past. Um, the reason behind this is... Um, we're also looking to start what's called the episode guest host. And what the guest host is, this could be literally anybody. It could be a famous Bat fan, it could be somebody within the news side of the Batman universe, which means it could be somebody who reports news, which means it could be somebody from a, another Batman podcast, it could be somebody from a TV show that reports news and could be a huge Batman fan. It could be, um, you know, somebody who's actually making news as far as, you know, somebody, a voice actor or an actor or somebody like that. 
or a director of one of the fan films that have been made, and we're going to bring a person on every single episode, and they're going to be able to talk with us about all of the different things happening within the Batman universe. Uh, the news is going to change completely. The news is going to be not like we've done in the past, where we run through every single bit of news, because quite honestly, that's what the website's for. If you're listening to the podcast and you visit the website, you're just hearing the exact same things that you would read on the website. So what's the point of that? Um, if you just listen to the podcast, we feel as if this new way that we're going to present the news is going to be a lot better way f- to get everything across and not necessarily have to spend so much time on so many different news elements that aren't necessarily, you know, aren't necessarily interesting to listen to. So basically, the news is going to kind of be like what we just did now with Dave and myself, where we're going to go over the main topics of what's happening in each of the categories, and then give you kind of all of the news related to that specific thing. So when we get to movie news, we talk about everything related to The Dark Knight Rises, we talk about everything related to the future DC animated films that are coming out um, in specific sections. TV, same thing. We talk about DC Nation, we talk about Young Justice. Because there's there obviously is other things out there that we can talk about, um, but they're not necessarily stuff that you would want to listen about or listen to. So because of that, we're going to present the news in a much better way so that we can still give you the news and give you what's really important, but give you what's really important instead of just giving you everything. And then for the feature, the feature is kind of, like I said, we're going to talk about other things... But we're also going to try to spotlight our guest host. Let you learn a little bit more about the guest host. We don't want to just bring on Joe Schmo um, and and, and you know nothing about the person. Because if they're on for one episode, we want to actually have that person, you learn something about that person. So we want to learn how they got into Batman. What elements of Batman are they into? Are they just into the TV shows? Are they just into the movies? Are they just into the comics? Things like that, because that's what's that's what's really interesting about not only having a guest host and hearing their opinions, but also hearing about how they became a, a, a Bat fan. Because that's what's really important. How do we all become Bat fans? Was it originally watching the 60s show? Was it the animated series? Was it the Chris Nolan films? Because almost everybody has... A different way of being, being of coming to the Batman universe. So that's the idea behind that. the The, the goal is to make this again the premier Batman podcast that it has always been, but give it in a much fresher, give it a much fresher take. Yeah, I mean, you know, change is definitely a good thing, and I mean, the fresher format is is going to help that a lot. The other thing with the guest host, which could happen, is that if you guys listening here like a particular guest host, leave us feedback on the forums about it, because if we get enough feedback from someone, I'm pretty sure Dustin will bring them back again as well, if they really are that popular. Definitely, and speaking of speaking of heading over to the forums, I, w- I also want to bring back a segment that we haven't had in a long time, and that segment is listener questions. We want to hear from the listeners. We want to hear what the listeners have to say. So what we want is for you guys to email us at podcast at the Batman Universe and let us know your questions. What questions do you have? Do you have a specific question about 
something that we're going to be talking about? Do you have a question about something that's happened within the month? Do you want to know an opinion about something that's, that's happening with the news? Things like that. So we won't necessarily have a specific listener, uh, listener questions segment, but we're going to try to incorporate your questions that you have into the actual news and if need be, into the actual, you know, the, with the guest host and things like that, and possibly even the feature. So, we want to hear from you guys. You can always join. You can always get on the forums and, and leave your questions there as well. You can always leave your comments on the the actual website itself about uh, with, with with your questions, and then you can always email us podcast at dubmuniverse.net with the questions too. We really want to bring this back because we think that there's a lot of listeners out there. We're probably wondering tons of different things, and we want to be able to answer the questions that you guys have. Whether or not it's necessarily something dead set related to what is happening news-wise, it's something that we really want to be able to kind of link with the fans of the Batman universe. We want to be able to link with you guys and give you our opinions based off of what you guys are asking. Exactly right, and don't be afraid to ask any sort of question either. And, and back to the forums as well, go to the forums and post on there. There's a few of us on there that do post quite regularly. All of the staff of the Batman universe read the forums at the very least. So if you do have anything that you want just kept to the forums, again, you can always just post it on there and we can always give you a quick response on there as well. Yes. So, I mean, this episode is much shorter than normal. I have no idea how long our episodes are going to be going forward just because of everything that's going to be changing. But I think... Why set a specific time limit? There shouldn't be a specific time limit. We've had people in the past who said, you know, sometimes we've spent way too much time talking, um, or we've had the episodes run really long. I say, who cares? If you guys want to fast forward because you don't want to listen to it, that's that's your prerogative. That's why we have timestamps on the uh, the episodes, and that's why we put up the, uh, the, the 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 different segments and the different times that they each start is so that you can actually listen to the podcast and skip ahead if you want to. That There's no, there's nothing against skipping ahead. We'd rather have you listen to some of it than nothing at all. So going forward, we're going to just give you the best stuff we can every single month when it relates to the Batman universe, except, of course, the comics. Now, the comics, you obviously need to check out the Batman universe comic podcast. Uh, that comes out pretty much twice a month. Um, every time there's a fifth week in the month, there, there's a, a little bit of a skip. But for the most part, it comes out every two weeks. And uh, because of that, that's where you can find out not only all the news related to the comics, but all the reviews related to the comics. And that's where you can really hear the, the, the opinions of all of the staff who are on that, on that, on that podcast. So with that, that's everything for this episode. I know, like I said, it's a quick episode, but uh, trust us when we say next month could not necessarily be a quick episode based off of everything that we're going to try to throw at you. So, you can head over to the website for all of the news on a daily basis and more specifics than what we're going to give you on this podcast. Shoot us an email at podcast at thebatmanuniverse.net. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, for all the latest news and updates to the BatmanUniverse.net. You can join the forums. Be sure that if you join the forums that you shoot us an email letting us know your username so that we can make sure to activate your account so that you can start chatting with other Bat fans. You can head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Those are always greatly appreciated. And uh, 
that's pretty much everything. Um, I want to thank Dave for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, we'll see you guys next month. Take care, guys. Thank you.